Hey guys, it's JG. I just want to take a minute to thank you for downloading this podcast. And remember to come back every week for a new episode of Obscurities of the Silver Screen on Podbean, iTunes, and Google Play. Ah, just two guys throwing around uh, the the old the, the, the old, old pig, pig ball. skin, yeah. the old pig skin in the new office. Woo. Woo. Yeah. New office, new pig skin. Yeah, welcome back. Welcome We've got back. new office and new pig ball. Yeah, it's all new. You dribble it, you swoosh it, you, you dunk you, it, you swallow it. What? You swallow it. It's a pill for your pig. Yeah, the old pig ball. The old pig ball. Let's get obscure, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it's recording? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, welcome back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I'm alive. I guess Remy didn't realize that we were recording that open. Uh, We're back. We're back. We said we'd be back. Uh, Multiple times, but we we actually meant it this time. Look, Remy's alive. Well, don't look. Listen. I am alive. This is Remy. (laughs) Yeah, it's me. And we do have a uh, uh, pig skin. A, 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 a it is Nerf a foam football. skin. Yeah, that we're going to throw around this episode. So if you hear, you know, catching, that's us throwing around just because, you know, we thought it'd be fun. Here, John, show them how it sounds when you catch it. Did you hear that? <laughs> and then here's me throwing it. Oh! <laughs> that hit right out of your penis. That was like down by my foot, which is accurate. <laughs> All, right. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. How have you guys been? It's been a while. It's been a hot minute. Uh, We've been good and we missed you guys. Well, we missed you too. Yep. Yep. So, <laughs> so, so we're back to normal shenanigans. Yeah, and we're 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 doing uh we're gonna continue this Brian De Palma uh, f- uh art and wine festival. Oh, we, we don't have cheese and wine. And we don't have cheese. Okay, next week, if we do imp- if we do, you know what? No matter what movie <sighs> we do next week, even if we don't do like Brian De Palma movie, which we probably shouldn't. We probably should move on. But uh, we we we'll still call have- it Brian De Palma <laughs> art and wine uh, festival. Fart and pines. Yes, just so we can have cheese and wine with it. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll do that. Um, anyway, so yeah, we uh this week we watched a uh, really. Really awesome movie, actually. Yeah, um, and I, I was g- surprised. You guys already know what we watched because we talked about it so many times and we told you that it's coming. But uh, we watched Raising Cain from 1992. Yeah, yeah, starring uh, John Lithgow. And uh, which, if if you for some reason don't know who John Lithgow is, he's been in so much shit. He was in. If you don't know who John Lithgow is, where have you fucking been? He was in um, Cliffhanger. He was in. I, I love that I started with Cliffhanger. Yes. He was the villain in Cliffhanger. He was also the dude in Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah, he was also in... Oh, he was in uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, neat. Remember he played a, he played James Franco's dad? Nope, uh, because you and I have had millions of conversations where I've only seen the original planets yes, of the apes. Yes. Uh, and then and that one where they nuke everybody. Yeah. The, which is the, yes. possibly the end of the original um, saga. They, they kind of nuke people twice. Uh, well, oh, no, 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 no. That's only the second movie. Yeah, yeah, like where J- Charlton has to go. So it's Doomsday. Yeah, and then just that's only the second the- one. Yeah, okay. There so I've seen the first and second. Yeah, there are three yeah. more after that. 
Their third one's actually really good. And then also all Four of these five new ones, right? Good. Yeah, and well, yeah, and <laughs> the Tim Burton one, which is terrible, which I feel like we should watch. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll do that next week. Who knows? Sure, with cheese uh, and wine. Yeah, with cheese and wine. Catch it. Woo! Uh, so, yeah, uh, John Lithgow's been in, you know, fuck all everything, and he's an amazing actor, but what's funny is that he's done all these kind of, like, movies where he plays this nice guy, or Death's Third Rock from the Sun, or he was in Footloose, you know, uh, or he was in Harry and the Hendersons, um, which we haven't seen since we were kids, so... But we remember, lo- I remember loving that movie. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought it was fun. I can't remember anything other than him just being like, <laughs> oh, Sasquatch. this is my son, and then the dude's like, mm, let me give him a look. And then it's like, it's like, oh, he's got uh, bronchitis or something. Like, I don't know. But what's funny is that uh, John Lithgow has always been in, uh, when he's been in De Palma movies, he's always playing the villain or like some some shady character, as he was in Obsessions as well. And uh, and this movie, no different, where he plays a man with split personality disorder, well, multiple personality disorder, I guess. Uh, and uh, it, so the re- big reason why we did this because my godfather Jim Johnson had a small part part in this movie, and uh, I would say big part. Yeah, he was he was, he was prominent end, in the third act. He was only in the end, third act. Yeah, he was holding a child, and to me, that's the biggest thing you can do. The biggest thing you can do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, should we just get into it? <laughs> let's, let's dive let's, on let's in. Dive on let's head jump first on in. in. Toss it. Tossing it. Yeah, touchdown, home run. I don't know which one goes to which sport. Touchdown is football. Uh, all right. So uh, let's see. The movie opens. I love John Lithgow. I just wrote that as the first note because I love John Lithgow so much. <laughs> yeah, he's um, great. First role that I've seen him with with pretty much a full head of hair. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, so it opens up where he's like he's at the park with his daughter, and I guess he, he meets with this woman who uh, you know is like a family friend or something. Uh, with her son. Or maybe even just a park buddy. Yeah, park buddy. I, I don't no. know what it's like because I imagine when I have kids, I'll go to the park and then I'll be like, hey, you have kids. I'm a dad. You're a mom. I guess we're friends now. Yeah. <laughs> our our kids are playing together on the park, so I guess we're friends we're now. We're forced into this. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of the relationship that it gave that me. That parents have. Yeah. yeah. And he's talking about how he's taking uh, his daughter, Amy, to Norway to... Uh, uh, like be studied by this psychologist uh who happens to be his father dr nix uh and his name by the way john lisko's character's name is carter in this and uh and she's going on like what do you mean getting studied why would you do that that's so you know why would you just take your child to another country to get stu- that's just so weird and then he's just going uh-huh uh-huh while he's pouring out chloroform onto a cloth yeah they, they, okay for the record they have left the park. They are oh, yeah, they're in, in a car. car. Yeah, sorry. We kind of skipped over a minute. They were in the park, and then their kids like meet up, and it's like, okay. And then she's like, can you drop me off here? And he's like, sure. And they drive, and then the kids are asleep in the back seat, and then they're having this conversation, how his dad uh, takes care of kids. Because she said, like, oh, I, I have troubles raising my, my son. And he says, John Lithgow says, well, you seem like you know a lot. And she said, I read all the books and I studied, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, well, I my studied because my dad yeah. wrote the books. And she's like, oh, what's your dad? And he's like, this crazy fucking scientist from Norway. We're actually yeah. going to take my daughter to go get tested because that's what we do, because that's my family business. Yep. And she's like, how do you trust somebody who just tests on kids? And he's like, whoa. And then starts sneezing. Like, 
Oh, crazy. right. He's, and I was like, oh, he's got allergies from how much you're insulting his family business. Fuck you. But he keeps sneezing until he like sneezes just straight up powder that's in his hands into her face. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh my gosh. She's driving the car. By yeah. The way. So, so she like pulls, pulls the car over. over. He yeah. pulls the car over for her. And then he's just like, here, I'll get this out for you. And then he pours chloroform into a cloth. He's like, don't open your eyes. It's, oh, it looks bad. Like, don't open yeah. your eyes. Keeps checking on the kids. They're like still asleep. And he's like, don't open your eyes. It's fine. It's just, and then like yeah. smothers her Does with chloroform. Does like chloroform to you? <laughs> and then, uh, and then looks back through the like rear view window and sees these two sweaty, sexy jogging men running yeah. at them, uh-huh. slow motion, yeah. sexily. They're so sexy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and they're just like coming at him. And he's like, oh, shit, shit, shit. Shit, what do I do? Like, what do I do? What do I out. do? I, um, the kids and are out. And he throws her head on the horn. By accident. By accident. So it's and, like, Meh. And so like while he's freaking out about the, all this, then we see a second John Carter. Lithgow. Yeah, John Lithgow. Um, it's Carter, and but it's so it's Carter, but he's like wearing like this leather jacket and sunglasses. For the and record, everything. Carter is like an everyman dad dude. Yeah, he's he got like, like a, nice a guy. shirt and a tie, like he just came off from work. Yeah, he seems like a good guy. But then this dude who leans in through the window has shades, cigarette, leather jacket, probably some kind of chest tattoo yeah. or a tramp stamp that is hidden. And he's or a talking about that says mom on his bicep. And he's talking about how like you know oh you gotta kill the lady you gotta get rid of her you gotta kill her. And he's like no I can't kill her. What are you talking about? Um, so he's like well fine then kiss her you know so you can you know d- you like know, hide don't from you see these, these two dudes yeah. coming at like, you kiss her so like you look- really th- hold on can I do an impression yeah. of her? <sighs> you really thought this through didn't you? Yeah yeah. What? So you're just going to chloroform her? Leave her in the car? I was going to leave her in the park, and they would just think, you know, she just, you know. And then she wakes up and calls the cops, and the cops come to your house. Now you're in trouble. She's not in trouble anymore. What? Kiss her. Listen, you have to... Not like that. No, like... Okay, well, not like that. Yeah. And Thumbs the two up. dudes jogging by give kind of the like, ah, they just macking. Yeah. And they're like giving thumbs up, like, yeah. Get so he gets off the hook. <laughs> and then, and then sexy, cool John Lithgow is like, <laughs> at the window is like, listen, why don't you just go home? Let's switch clothes. I'll take care of this. Yeah. So Carter goes home. And then he uh, he he gonna bone his wife, his wife Jenny. Right, which is for like the record not this lady. No, 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 no. no. This he goes is just home. Like there's this friend. lady Jenny who's his wife, you know. And then he at home, and then he's like, "Ooh, you're sexy. You're not wearing any pants. I'm gonna have sex with you." Right. Uh, but then like right when he's about to, uh, th- there's like a baby monitor which oh, is on their right. TV. Yes, yes, yes. And it's on their daughter, and it's like a video baby monitor. Mm-hmm. And we just hear like mommy, mommy. So then immediately they're like, oh, whoop, gotta, gotta go, go check on the kid. kid. Yeah, kid first, yeah. And then he goes to the baby monitor and you hear, mommy, mommy. Daughter is still asleep. It's not coming from the daughter. He turns off the TV. Yeah, and he looks you into his car. that he still has the park girl's son yeah. in the car. It's like, oh shit. So like then, he really kidnapped a kid. Yeah. And got rid of the lady. Mm-hmm. And so then Carter takes, he goes to a motel. And then he like starts having this conversation with this old man. 
named Dr. Nix Sr. For is, the record, this seems super disjointed. This is another one of those movies where we're going to jump around because yeah. the movie jumps around. Yeah. Um, but it kind of it works for this movie. Yeah. Uh, so and and uh, Carter's dad looks just like him. It's literally John Lithgow in old man makeup. Yeah. Nick's having a conversation with Carter. He's like, you know, hey, you know, uh, you know, we we need more kids for our experiments. Oh, Nix is the name of the old man. Yes. Yes. Dude. We need more kids for and experiments. He's, he's he's this Norwegian dude, like he described. Yeah. That is like, what the fuck is a Norwegian accent? I, uh, <laughs> like Swedish chef, you know? Yeah. Which is he, not Norway, but Sweden, and they're kind of like neighbors. But he is kind of doing this, like, hunched over, he's in a suit, and he's like, We need oh. more children for the experiments. That is German. Did, did you, uh, but he does kind of have that Basically, vibe to yeah. him. So he's like, oh, did you finish your drink? And he's like, mm, yeah. yeah. And he's like, well, then I will pull you another. Not, yeah, okay. Oh yeah, because in Norway we drink seven drink and start our babies off on the red wine and drop our cigarettes in our drinks and then drink them like that. Mm, it's <laughs> so good you get smoke and drink in one smoke drink. So yeah, he, so he needs children for his experiments, and then uh, this whole scene they're talking about like they're talking about like Josh and Kane and Margot and all these people. It's like, well, who are all these people? So like, because already right away we could tell like, okay, Kane is a personality. Of Carter. Right. You know, is another personality of Carter's. It's like, all right, so we're always like, okay, so he's got two personalities, you know, and then it's like, oh, so there's these Josh and Mark, so these other personalities as well, huh? Okay, interesting. And at this point, you're thinking, so then Dr. Nix, is that a personality or is that his dad or what's. Because going it's also on here? played by the same actor. Yeah. Uh, so then uh, cut to the next scene where Jenny and Car- uh, Carter go shopping. And uh, Jenny then runs into, and she's like at a watch shop or something. Right? Like it's some store. kind of jewelry store where they sell, they sell like watches, you know, watches, clocks, like Broaches, cool, yeah, cool fancy things, fancy people, rich things, things you spend too much money on that is a gift for somebody you only want to bone. Yep. And uh, then Jenny runs into her ex boyfriend jack oh who is sexy as fuck dude he has a jaw that is a square could cut through me and he did (laughs) (laughs) uh so then uh yeah so she runs into her ex and then she's like "Ooh, my ex so she decides to buy a fucking present for him because he rolls up and he's just like hey oh hi looks like you're buying a gift for the man you want to spend your days with. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I better just get going then. <laughs> Dramatic exit. <laughs> I'm staying at the motel down the street. You know, Ooh. you know, if you want to see my balls. <laughs> 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 but nothing else. <laughs> uh and so, like, she, like, go, she sneaks into his hotel room and leaves a present in in his hotel room. Which is the same exact gift that she was buying Carter. Yes. Which is, like, this weird, it's the weirdest fucking gift to give somebody. Like, I feel, I feel like if somebody gave this to me, I would be like, damn, that's thoughtful and super expensive. I will never use this in my entire life. Right. It is a gold frame, like, imagine a very small picture. With that little, like, back that, like, kind of sets it up, right? Mm-hmm. But it's, like, gold frame. And instead of a photo, it's a clock. 
so it just has that TikTok. Yeah. But it's it's shaped like a little doorway. This is the best way I can describe yeah, it. Yeah, right. It's yeah. dumb. And then uh so she she drops it off in his in his hotel room and then she meets him in the park. And it's got this like green wrapping paper and a note that says Jack. And that's important to remember, folks. Yeah, cuz it's like taped to the front yeah. in white paper. And so she goes to the park, she meets him, Jack, and then they fuck in the park. Yeah, which they, like, whoa. Fuck in the park. In the park. And they fuck. And then there's like this whole like it's kind of shot really cool because like the the camera is spinning and everything is spinning. So you see like hands yeah. and then like ah like, oh, like touching oh, a boob oh, you and know. like a butt. And then you see fucking Carter by a tree watching just, them, like, staring at them and dipping out. And, and once, he's got like leather gloves on, looks like a freak. Yeah, and once you see him, then Jenny wakes up and she does one of those like <gasps> yeah, and she is uh, home. It's lying next to Jack. And Wait. she fi- I mean, uh, not next to Jack. I'm sorry, yeah, next, next to Carter. Yeah, next to Carter. John yeah. Lithgow. And then she finds a present. She, go- she, you know, she goes into her drawers, and she finds a present for Jack in her drawer, <gasps> which is then she realizes, she thinks back on it, she put in Carter's present because she wrapped him in the same wrapping paper, but with a different note that says, you know, Carter on it. She put Carter's present in Jack's room instead. Right. And put Jack's and, and then left Jack's at home with her. Jack's present at home with her. Uh, so she's because like, they were both getting the same present. Yeah. Which didn't they? The fucking right. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, uh, but then I'm just saying that they both boned, and that's the present yeah. that she's technically giving them. Exactly. I'm just saying yeah. analogy as far as film. And then she has a flashback where she is like uh, she used to be a doctor, I guess. Uh, because Jack's wife is like dying in this hospital room but then Jenny and Jack start macking out hold on can I set the scene yes can I do one of these this is so fucked up wait 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 wait. can can I be what's her name Jenny Jenny can I be Jenny yeah sir it looks like she's not doing so good oh this is so terrible I feel like she only has moments to live. She probably does. This is so sad. And it's about to be midnight on New Year's Eve. I see that on the TV that's hung up behind us. Yeah. I just... I feel for you. Thank you. It, I, it means a lot to me. I really feel you. Oh. I mean, I feel... You, you're really I've, feeling I'm really me. feeling you right now. Those are my balls. I know. Um, and look, she's she's out. Yeah. She's on her way out. Um but she's out. I'm really turned my balls that's, are so hard right now. Your balls are very hard. Your dick is completely soft, but that's fine with me. I will That's how I roll, baby. I will learn new things. That's how I roll. And I just give me some of this. <laughs> and then the wife wakes up from the dead and does one of those <gasps> and then dies. And then like Jack turns and just sees her staring. And she's just like, <gasps> it's, it's one of those like psychos, like, reet, 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 yeah. Reet. This and movie is very, uh, very akin to Hitchcock, yeah. And then, so then the wife who's like dying just has rigor mortis immediately with yeah. the frozen face of, <laughs> and, and then fucking dies. Yeah. So then, so then Jenny's her just like, her last moments were seeing her husband making out with some, you know, random doctor. Yeah. So Jenny's like, get out of here, code blue, you know, and all these things. Which apparently code blue is like, she's turning blue. 
Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then Jenny, I know she's like trying to resuscitate her, but she just fucking punches, punches her, her, in, her the in the chest. Like, wake up, bitch! <laughs> you know. <laughs> and like five million more doctors come in. End of that scene. And she's dead. Yeah, and then she sneaks into Jack's room. So then, like, back to present day, right? Yeah. And so then Jenny's like, okay, I gotta switch out these presents. So she sneaks into Jack's hotel room while he's asleep, naked then, in his bed. For the record, she she uh, opens up the drawer, which, hmm, nothing but the Gideon Bible and, uh... Sorry, that was a memento reference for anybody <laughs> yes, who could yes, get yes, it. Yes, yes, Yeah, so she nothing, slides open the... Nothing but the Gideon Bible in there. Oh, that's a gun. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, she does one of those where she opens it up where it's nothing but the Gideon Bible in a present. Mm. Except it's nothing but the Gideon Bible in. I don't feel There's... drunk. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I love that that's movie. That's such a great movie. I love that movie so much. Have, you, have you read the... Listeners, have you read the short film? Uh, read the short film. The read short the, story the that short Jonathan story. Nolan wrote. Yeah, Memento Mori. I haven't heard, read it actually. Oh, dude, it's I know such it's, a trip. I, I've, re- re- I've heard that it's much different from the movie. Oh, it's it's so short. Like it's yeah. it's done within like ten minutes of reading it. It's so quick. Yeah. But every single line of it is insane because it's just like, I woke up, I saw a man's face. He was staring at me, saying, "Who are you?" I answered him as he's giving me a tattoo. As I leave with the tattoo, I'm being arrested by the police. My hands are covered in blood. Like, everything is so quick. Interesting. It caps all of it. Moving on. Moving on. So, like, yeah, so she gets in, she's in Jack's hotel room. She switches out the presents, and then she, like, and then Jack, like, grabs but, her. And, but there's no present in there when she goes right, to Right, there's it. no present That's in the there. Thing. There's so no she present opens in it there. Up with nothing but the Gideon Bible and nothing. Nothing. So the present's already gone. Yeah. She's she like, didn't switch it. Yeah. Who took the present? Yeah. So then, but then Jack like wakes up, grabs her, throws her on the bed with her, with him. And then they fuck, I guess. Cause then she wakes up next to him. Yeah. In the morning. And then like she wakes up in the morning and she's driving home and like she calls a friend and, and they're like, where have you been? Like Carter's worried. Like he hasn't heard from you. He thought it was an accident. Yeah. He's called the cops. He's called every hospital. Yeah, she doesn't, he doesn't know where you are. And then so Jenny's like, oh, okay, I'll be home. I'll be home. Just like, you know, I, I can p- explain. I'll be yeah, home. Give me a minute. Yeah. And then she like sees these bikers and tries to swerve out of the way. And then crashes. You say bikers? It's like these dudes, Bicyclists. these hipsters on like a, a three-speed bicycle. Yeah, bicyclists. I'm sorry, yeah. not bikers. Bikers are vroom vroom. Bicyclists are hang hang. <laughs> John is so good at sounds. I'm so glad that nothing has changed while we have been absent. Uh, so yeah, so she sees his bicyclist. Is like, oh fuck! Swerves out of the way, crashes into uh, this this statue, which is in now. This movie was shot in the Bay Area. And so this this statue is outside the Legion of Honor in San Francisco, which is a museum. And it has like this spear on the end of it. And so she crashes into the the statue. The spear goes through the windshield into her chest. She's fucking dead. She's skewered. She is a kebab. And then she wakes up (gasps) next to Carter. (gasps) It was all a dream. Or was it? Or was it? And then Carter, like, I guess, so then he, like, he wakes up or what, and, like, she's, and she, and he's talking to her, and he tells her, you know, I think I'm ready to go back to work. Don't you think that's a good idea? And then she, and he's, like, sitting next to the bed. She's lying on the bed, and he's sitting down next to her. She goes, well, you know, and then he grabs a pillow and starts suffocating her. Right. And we're thinking, holy fuck, wait, is this also a dream? What's going on right now? Because everything's jumping from dream to dream. Yeah. Like, what? 
actually happened ever. And then Carter has a flashback where he sees Jenny and Jack in the park going to make love. Right. So he decides they're, to they're doing the smoochie. Yeah, so he decides to go after them and he and he watches them and then Kane appears and convinces Carter to quote go home. Can we do one of these? Yes. Can, can I be Kane? Yes. Nice, nice, nice. So so you're rolling up seeing seeing your wife macking on Jack. Yeah. Oh god. What? What are you doing here? What are you doing here? Well, I, I'm watching. That's my wife. Yeah, you can play peeping time some other time. But that's my wife, though. No shit, man. What, what are you going to do about it? I, I don't know. That's I, what I thought. Why don't you just go home? Well, no, I can't. Why don't we just switch clothes again, man? But, but, but. We'll just switch. I'll take care of this. It looks like you need a nap. Okay. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Get, okay. Figured you just banned him, not just like snore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, that's not what happens. Yeah, like, and then they like, you know. Uh, so then Carter obviously becomes, takes on becomes yeah, Kane, you know. Yeah. Um. Um. And, and then he takes uh, because Jack hung up his cool ass trench coat on the on tree, the tree, yes. like a cool dude. Because apparently there's one branch that's cut off like a ho- coat hanger. Right. Um, so so uh, Kane takes the jacket, puts it on walks away and then goes back to the lodge that's nearby or like they're, uh, they're the bathrooms the, the bathrooms right yeah. and then there's this babysitter there who's been who came up to carter earlier and said hey can i talk to you for a second about like my son or my uh this kid i'm babysitting yeah this girl i'm babysitting yeah this is gonna bug me yeah you do got a booger i do yeah all right let me go get some uh <laughs> All right, now that John's gone, this is the Remy Show. Everybody, I got ten questions for you. One, what is the color blue? I don't know. What is it to you? How do you feel when you're alone? Is it happy? Is it sad? Do you sing a little song? I don't know. Okay, third question. Oh, shit, John's back. Okay. The fuck was that? Nothing. That was was nothing. Don't listen to his antics, ladies and gentlemen. He's a sad, deranged man. True. I'll admit it. All right, back to the movie. Now that boogers have been taken care of. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Toss it. Yeah. Hey, guys, what's up? JG here. We'll get back to the episode in just a minute, but I just had a very quick message. It is my mother's birthday this weekend, so happy birthday, Mom. I love you a lot. If you would like to be shouted out on the show, maybe you're uh, in a movie or a TV show or in a play or a musical or maybe you're releasing some new music or uh, have your own podcast or uh, have your own YouTube channel or maybe you have some big life event coming up. You know, you got a birthday, an anniversary, a graduation, retirement, new baby, anything and you want your favorite podcast to give you a shout out. We'll do it. Just DM us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. That is at O-O-T-S-S podcast. Or you could go to our website, OOTSS.podbean.com, to find other ways to contact us. All right, enough of me talking. Back to the episode. So where were we? Uh, oh, um, yeah, so uh, the, the babysitter. Yeah, she's at the bathrooms. Yes, she's at the bathrooms. And so then Carter Kane comes up to the babysitter. And you know, and she's like, "Hey, can you watch the kid? I'm gonna, I'm gonna." Uh, you know, and for the record, this is like a baby, baby. Yeah, it's like. Oh, but the the babysitter also goes like, you know, man, I should date older men. You're cute. It's not about the what is it? It's not about. Oh, and then he says, "It's not about the mileage. It's about the make." 
Yeah. Like, oh, what? That's that's what a lie. That, that's pretty sexy. Yeah, I'd sleep with John Lithgow if he said that to me. Catch it if you can. Yeah, one-handed. <laughs> oh, one-handed. <laughs> <laughs> you just kick it away. So anyway, moving right along. So uh, he, she goes into the bathroom and she's like, "Hey, can you watch the kid for me?" Okay, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. And then he takes the kid, puts the kid in the car. And then he kills the babysitter when she comes out of the out of the uh, out of the bathroom. Oh yeah, because he pulls she, out tiny knife. Right. And then also because the thing is, uh, Jack's keys are in his are in his trench coat. So he takes Jack's for his car for his car. Oh, 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 oh we he, skipped a bit. We skipped a bit. We did skip when, a bit when uh, when when Jack Why and Jack and Jenny, Jenny are meeting, meeting in the park. Yeah, it's because he left his keys at the at the at the jewelry store. Right. Yes. And that's before they fuck, and she tries to do the whole present swap. Yes. Sorry, that's a ways back. Yeah, but it's he fine, does mention it's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Um. So he takes his keys out of the trench coat, and he goes to find uh, Jack's car, and he kills the babysitter. He puts the babysitter in Jack's trunk. And then part of her jacket and is dangling out. Which he, he does that on it, purpose. He pulls it out even further. Yes. And it's like bloody and like sticking out. Then he out. steals the kid. And then he replaces the trench coat, which has a little bit of blood on it now. Back onto the tree. Back on the tree. And that's where Jenny sees him running away. In the weird dream flashback bit. Yes. Like super cool how yeah. they explain all that. And then now back to present day. He puts Jenny's body into into his car now. After, right. he's, after he suffocated her, remember? Right. Uh, so he's put Jenny's body into his car, and then he he uh, drives the car into the lake or into the into the ocean. So JG and I are huge fans of Hitchcock. Yes. So if any and all of you have seen Psycho, if you which, haven't, if you what haven't, the fuck are you doing with your like, life? Stop listening to this right now. Pause it. Figure out where you and pause come it. Come back. After you watch Psycho, yeah, Psycho is amazing. Yeah, there's we'll, this we'll, beautiful we'll edit fucking this in scene right now. If you need, if you need to find your place again, you need to come back to this episode at twenty nine fifty six. Welcome back. <laughs> you have just watched the entire film of Psycho. Now your we life can talk has been destroyed. It. And here we go. So you obviously remember the scene that you just watched, where um, Norman Bates pushes the car into the swamp and it dips down, and he's like, "Great, I got rid of the evidence." And he like sits there for a second. And right. he's like, it's not sinking. Fuck. It's not sinking. Fuck. It's holy shit. My life is ruined now. Okay, it's sinking. Yeah. <sighs> and they kind of do this at this point, but they add another layer to it. Which I think is beautiful. Yes, because I think it is something that actually adds to it. It yes. wasn't just copying it. They took it to a new level that yes. is great. That is paying homage. Yeah. Uh, to a T. So like yeah. the car is in the ocean and it's starting and, it, and it's like not sinking and Carter's like shit. What's going on here? And what's then he even looks and you out and see the sun Jenny's is rising. Yeah, and the sun so is it's rising. Light out. And then you also see Jenny's body like floating as the water. Like, so it's like tension is high, yeah. dude. The stakes are insane. Yeah. And then Jenny wakes up in the car while she's drowning. And she's like screaming. She's like, "Carter, get me out of here, Carter!" She like sees him. Yeah, and then he he's just like, "Her, uh, uh," and then she drowns. Then the car because it drowns. does sink. Yes. Uh, so it was like beautiful, beautifully oh, done. What? What? You know, just great amazing. homage and yeah. also heightening the stakes, raising the stakes. Yeah. Well done. Ah. Oh, yeah. Just God. wonderful. I just. Uh, <laughs> Carter then goes to the police, right, and to tell them to say that his wife and ba- and his daughter are missing. You know, he's saying, "I don't know what happened to them. They're just, they're just gone." 
And then uh, because technically Carter doesn't know. Technically, right? Carter. Yeah, well, yes, right? we don't. We, that hasn't been discussed yet in the movie. But like he's saying, uh, from from right now, what we think right now in this point in the movie, you're thinking, okay, so he's just like he's trying to cover his tracks, right? And he's going to pin Jack for the murder, right? You know, which he does because he tells the police, you know, what's going on, and then you see like the police sketch looks just like Jack. Um, cause that's right. what he tells the police that he thinks, you know, cause which, although at the beginning of the police sketch, it kind of looks like one of the police. Yes. Yeah, so and I kept making a joke being like, uh, kind of looks like that dude. So while, uh, uh, while Carter is going off telling the, the sketch artist, what the person, what the perpetrator looks like, uh, he, uh, these two detectives and a retired detective are talking and the retired detective detective named Mac says, Hey, he looks like this guy. This guy, Doctor Nix, that I that I did a case on years ago, he looks just like him. Must be his son. You never forget a face like that. And you know, he was this 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 guy, Doctor Nix, was buying babies for experiments. You know, and they're like, "Holy crap!" So then they uh, who shows then shows up a Doctor Waldeheim, who's this late uh, Doctor Lynn Waldeheim. This lady shows up to the police station, and then tells the police. About a boy named Kane. For the record, I want to take a minute yes. to talk about a joke that I made the second that I saw this woman. Yes. I was just like, oh, I wish they paid more budget on her wig than they did this film or whatever I said. And then they make and a joke about the wig. immediately she's like, I couldn't get the right wig. I told them that my hair was graying, but they didn't have anything like that, so I looked like a drag queen. <laughs> and, like, it was it was awesome. Like, immediately yeah. she makes a reference to the fact that she has this ridiculous-looking wig. Yeah. Because I, she's, like, this super old woman with this, like, beautiful, like, auburn-haired wig. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, so she uh, says that, you know, she, she worked with Dr. Nix and that uh, she, they, she helped write a book called Raising Cain. Credits, roll credits, movie's yep, over. Yeah, uh, they said the thing. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, and and that uh, Doctor Nix experimented on this on this boy named Kane, and uh, forced forced personalities, personalities into, into him. Kane. Yes. So he did not suffer from per- multiple personality disorder or whatever. He just shoved more in there. Yeah. So Nix created the the disorder in this child. So that's kind of okay. We're we're thinking about this now. Okay. And then Jack gets picked up by the police at the park and uh, because the police sketch looks like Jack. Remember? Right, 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 right. And yeah. Jack's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I, I, I wasn't, I didn't do anything. You know, of course, but then they find the babysitter in the trunk. Right. You know? And they find also, uh, they have downstairs in the uh, in the morgue, they have the first lady that, uh, that Carter killed. Right, right, you know? so right. So they have bodies showing up. And now Carter's at home, and he's watching the news where they're talking about Jack on the news. And then all of a sudden, he changes it to the baby monitor. And then who's on the baby monitor? The Jenny. fucking wife, Jenny. Jenny is on the baby monitor and looking directly like, at the camera. And it, it's kind of like the ring. She's yeah. got, like, wet hair, looking pale, just like... So it's like, shit's getting really fucking interesting. And so he goes into the, the baby baby's room... To to try to find Jenny, he like has a he has a a candle a can a, uh, a, a candlestick. It's candlestick. not a candelabra. It's a candlestick. You were candelabra about to say has that, more and than I was one. About yeah. to say that, but a candelabra but has more than one candle. This yeah, is candlestick. A big, a big fucking candlestick. candlestick. Yeah, and like she hit her shoes over there, so you think, oh, that's where she is. But no, it's just her shoes. And then she comes out from behind so with he's like, like a knife. He's he's doing this like. Dun, 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 dun. 
dun, dun. Yeah. Like holding up the candlestick and he's like about to smash those feet, about to be like, all right, at least I got your feet. And then he's like reaching for the light switch as he's going to like flip it on and then whack the feet. And as he's reaching for the light switch, flicks him on, a knife goes and slits his wrist. Yeah. But sideways, not up and down. So right, he's going right. to be fine. Yeah. But then uh, Jenny like has him on the ground. And she's like, where's Amy? Oh, where's yeah, Amy? It's Jenny. She's, yeah. she's alive. And she's like, where the fuck is my daughter? And he's going... I don't know what you're talking about. What are you saying? I don't know. And then, and then you from see, behind, you see Kane. Can I do it? Yeah. Well, why don't you just tell her, man? No, I don't know what happened. Kane, you tell her. You tell her. I'm not even here, dude. But what? I'm just a part of your psyche, bro. What? And then she turns. Nobody's behind Nobody's her. Nobody's behind her. And of then, course. And then the police, you know, appreh- apprehend Carter. And uh, that is when it's revealed, the police say that uh, Dr. Nick's senior, the father, had written a suicide note. Yeah. So now it's like, so has Carter been even imagining his father? Is his father one of his personalities now? Boom. Boom. Dude, catch it. Caught. Uh, Let's see. Then, so yeah, now things are getting really interesting. Uh... So then, uh, Waldeheim then tells the police that Carter is this that Carter is the subject of his father, and that his father put all his personalities into him and abused him, and that Carter doesn't know what happens when one of his personalities takes over; he just blocks out. Right. So when Kane does something, the way he doesn't the know. way that she explains it is pretty cool. It's if he feels like he's about to do something bad, he blacks out. Yeah. If he's going to do something bad, he blacks out. Yeah. If he feels like something bad is going to happen. He blacks out. Yeah. So, so he just, there's all he these never remembers things. anything he does. Yeah. So he has no knowledge that he's kidnapped these children or killed these women. Right. Um, because he technically didn't do it. Yeah. He he didn't. His body did it, but he didn't. Do right. It. Like, right. His his consciousness didn't do it. Right. You know, it's just um, a different sect of his brain. Yeah. That did. So then Waldheim says here. I'm going to use hypnosis to try to bring out. Uh, and she says that it's the quickest way, but, but it's, it's dangerous. Possibly the most dangerous way. Yeah. Which I feel like in most stories like this, that's kind of a cop-out to yeah. say like, oh, well, if he's feeling bad, he just blacks out. It works in it the works story. It works here, yeah. It works really well. Yeah. Because then you can understand when these things happen, and then you look back on the rest of the film being like, wait, so how many times has he blacked out during right. this film? Right, Because we're only very like vividly aware between him and Kane. But how many other times has exactly, he exactly? That's what's so interesting about this movie. And then, uh, so then, Waldheim is using hypnosis. <gasps> we and we skipped out on a big thing. It's fine. We'll we'll okay. we'll, we'll, sure, we'll touch sure, on, sure, touch sure, on sure. it here. Because then we're introduced to Josh. Yeah, who is the seven year old boy that is one of uh, Carter's personalities, who we saw earlier in the movie, actually, because when uh, Kane was killing the babysitter, this little boy comes out of the bathroom, says, "What are you doing?" And 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 Kane goes, get out of here, you know. Yeah. And but and if you didn't, if you don't catch it, you don't catch that it's actually John Lithgow's voice dubbed over the kid. It's very yeah. quick, so you might not be able to. And he's doing it. like kind of a kid voice. Yeah. But you can tell that it's like something's off. Right. And so then and both JG and I were like, what? And JG yeah. seeing this before was like uh, nothing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I was I like, it's you nothing. shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> there was something going on. He's like, no, there wasn't. <laughs> And then, uh, so then Josh starts talking to Waldeheim. Oh, and it's so good. I this love it when actors scene. do this kind of shit. When, like, a, 
an older actor plays a disturbed little child. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any other instance other than this directly, but I've seen it before. But like John Lithgow's performance as a disturbed seven year old worthy. Yeah. Like he's doing the like I don't know what's going on. I'm scared. And, and like he's yeah. he's owning it. Like yeah. and you he, look at this adult man and he's like kind of wiggling in his chair and crying mm-hmm. and then because starts, an adult is speaking to him. Yeah, and then he starts talking about like how uh uh his dad is going to hurt him, mm-hmm. you know, and then that Margot is watching and that she's right over there. And he keeps doing this thing where he like looks over the um wh- what's her name? Waldeheim's. Waldeheim. Yeah. Looks over Waldeheim's shoulder and is like, "She's lo- <gasps> She's looking at us right now. She looks very angry." She's going to hurt me. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you just see a change in John Lithgow. And then, like, his whole body changes to a little more feminine. And it's Margot. It's like, holy shit. And then Margot fucking, like, headbutts Waldeheim. Because because John Lithgow has this, like, feminine persona all of a sudden. And then does this, like, come closer motion. Mm -hmm. And then... Waldeheim kind of leans in and he's like, no, 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 come closer. But he never says anything. He's just giving motions. Yeah. She leans in a little bit more. And then he just headbutts the fuck out of her and yeah. she's out. Yeah. And then uh, and then we see like Jenny is like, you know, hanging out in the lobby of the police station. And we see this lady in like a white uh, in uh, Waldeheim's clothes walking out. And Jenny's like, Dr. Waldeheim. What's going on? And Waldheim's like running out of the place, like in this sort of fury. Yeah, and, and so you're Jenny just decides like, where the follow. hell is Waldheim going? Yeah, so Jenny decides to go follow. Well, then cut back to where Waldheim was hip was uh was you know uh talking to yeah headbutted. Waldheim is stripped of her clothing and her wig is gone, and and also on the ground are uh, Carter's clothes. Boom! Toss Boom. it! Toss it! Ah, <laughs> incomplete pass. Toss again. Toss again. Tossing it. Yay! Nice. Uh, so yeah. So whoa, awesome. And then so uh, Jenny follows who she thinks is Waldheim, but is actually Carter slash Margot to the motel. Yeah. And she calls the police, and the police say, "Stay in your car. Waldheim's down here. You know, stay in your car. That's Carter. Okay." Um, but she doesn't stay in her car. She like goes after. Right, it's adventure time, and this is where Jim Johnson appears, ladies and gentlemen. Boom, Jim Johnson, the star of the show, and JG's Godfather, and says an immortal line, an immortal line, ladies and gentlemen. Where we're gonna pause in the episode right now to talk about the special episode coming up this Monday. Ooh, okay. Yeah. There is a line that Jim Johnson says, and we'll talk about on the flip side of this, on the flippity flop of this, uh, mm-hmm. this uh, uh, little segment. But on Monday, we're going to release an episode that is an exclusive interview with Jim Johnson Boom. about his experience filming Raising Kane. And the clip you're about to hear, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, how it came about that he got to say his famous line. Take a listen. The only thing I remember was that I went down to L.A. to uh, record a... Uh, 
Yes. Wine. Yeah. Yes. So uh, uh, let's let's get into the the uh, that story then. So the that's kind of the, the, the famous yeah. line because uh, so they, you didn't say that on set, right? They didn't. That wasn't in the script originally. I don't think I did. Yeah. Okay. And uh, what it was was there was a sundial with a big arrow coming yes. out of it, a big yes. metal arrow, and at one point the hero is supposed to almost impale himself on the sundial and at mm-hmm. the last minute a bullet knocks this point off the sundial and uh, and uh, saves him and so what happened was nobody could figure out what the thing in the back of the truck was right so they they had me say you're going to kill somebody with that sundial so that people would know that it was a sundial in the right. back of the truck so then, uh, so I went down to LA, and I, you know, they thought uh, it was important enough to add that right, in to fly you right. down to LA. Uh-huh. I think I overdubbed a couple other lines yeah. too, but um, but anyway, then uh, Brian DePaul said, "Okay, goodbye, Jim," and then uh, and then I started hanging around, schmoozing with everybody, and you know, asking him where good places to go in LA were, yeah. and blah blah blah, and then finally, kind he of what up, you're doing this week, yeah. you know, <laughs> and he goes. Goodbye, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> and so I knew. It's like, just hey. get out. You know? yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's that clip, ladies and gentlemen. You can listen to the full episode on Monday when it is released. Uh, so, yeah, the, the, the as uh, was explained, the immortal line is, you're going to kill someone with that sundial. <laughs> Because there's this truck with a sundial on the back. And it's like backing up, and it's just yeah. essentially a giant spear coming out of dude. Yeah, and, and you know, like Jim explained, it's supposed to, you know, represent the uh, the statue from earlier that uh, that Jenny Impaled, saw in her dream. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, yeah, there's this fucking sundial we have to worry about. And uh, so then Jenny gets into the elevator, and she sees this woman uh, with a bag who is Waldeheim, she thinks. But then she looks down. And sees Harry Manfeet. She's like, oh shit. <laughs> I don't know why, for some reason, when you said she looked down and saw Harry Manfeet, thought like either that's a character's name or some actor. <laughs> like, oh, she looked down and just saw Harry <laughs> Manfeet. Yeah. But she sees Harry Manfeet and she's like, oh shit, this is probably Carter, right? Yeah. Then the elevator opens and it's Dr. Nix. Toss it. Toss it. Dr. Nix is alive. Boom. He faked. His death, so he can continue his research. So he's not one of the personas. No, of Carter slash Kane slash Mario slash I don't know if I can Josh. Not only is Doctor Nix there, but he has Amy in his hands. Her daughter. Her Jenny's daughter. Yeah, and so then he's like, "Come out of the elevator, and and like drop the knife because Jenny has a knife that she was gonna use on Carter." Yeah. And then she drops the knife, and uh. There's like this buggy, like this little like baby buggy um, that they wh- push. What in is the that elevator. called? What is that called? Hold on, it's um a bass uh bassinet. Ba- uh yes, bassinet. Yes, yeah. And they pushed the ba- bassinet uh, that Nick's had a bassinet. And he pushed into the uh, elevator. Yeah. And then um the elevator closes, even though Jenny says Carter's in there. Um, and Nick's is like, no, he no, he's not. You know, Carter's downstairs. You know, waiting for me. He never disobeys my orders. Never. And then the elevator door opens downstairs. Uh, well, not downstairs, but on the second floor, on like the the main floor. Yeah. And then uh, the buggy gets pushed out, or the bassinet gets pushed out of the elevator, and Jim Johnson, 
is that is in the in the little uh, clerk in the lobby there, and he comes out and like he finds a child inside the buggy, I mean inside the bassinet. Yeah, and then uh, I love well, that you keep saying buggy. I know. I imagine like like some kind of tune buggy. And then uh, Nick says, "Here, I'm gonna slowly hand you Amy while I explain my diabolical plot." I guess you know. Yeah. And then while he's doing that, uh, like the police show up, and they're trying to like and they and they find uh jim johnson and then the baby uh, inside the bassinet got it right this time throwing it yay uh and uh then they find the other child i guess somehow also jack is inside the police car they told jack stay there but then he's like i'm gonna get out of the police car right because i see amy you know being handed off like upstairs to jenny and shit's going on the elevator door opens up behind Jenny again and Dr. Nix and Carter comes out and he stabs Dr. Nix in the back. He's got that fucking knife yeah, that got dropped. that Jenny dropped, which causes Dr. Nix to drop Amy over the ledge. Oh, oh falling shit, baby. falling baby. Falling baby. And then Jack goes to run to catch the baby. But while he's, he's running... running the fucking the um, sundial, the sundial, is slipping the out of the, like a spear, is slipping out of the truck, and it's coming at him. And so it's so like, oh, you fuck. see, you see, like if he's gonna catch Amy, he's he gonna has die. To spear himself, yeah, and then catch Amy, uh, just and sacrifice right at the last second. Doctor Nix uses the gun that was in his hand to shoot. The, the sundial? Which that's not how it works, but okay. But he that's shot, what happened. He shot off the top of the sundial. This is my only problem with right? this film. <laughs> it's like Jack survived, Amy survived, Nick's died, I guess, and then Carter is taken away. Right. Still though, really kind of cool, suspenseful. Awesome. You no, know, it's ending super there. dope. Um then cut to <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> randomly okay. cut to yeah. Jenny's just at the park with her park friend, and yeah. she's like talking about oh, like how this all was. Just, you know, I imagine, I imagine what this a weekend. Is like... <laughs> okay, yeah, sorry. What a weekend! It's only I had. been a weekend. Yeah, <laughs> like let me tell well, you, I haven't seen you since Tuesday. Well, let me tell you what happened, girl. So my husband went cray cray, and he took my child and all these other babies, and they've been experimenting wait, on these babies. Wait, hold on. Can we do the conversation? That yes, happens? yes. Can you be Jenny? Yes, and I'll be the friend. Yes. Oh my god, I'm so glad that you met me here. Yeah, it's it's been yeah, it's been nice to meet you here. Yeah, it's been quite a fucking week for me yeah. because I mean, I tell you what, Donnie told me that he'd take me out to brunch. And he brought me out to this clam chowder place. It's got the best clam chowder in the Bay Area. And I'm like, what? Is it Fisherman's Wharf? And she's like, no. And by she, I mean he. I'm you sorry. You think that's bad of a weekend? Let me tell you what happened to me. So oh. my husband tried to kill me because he has split personality disorder. And he was stealing all of these babies for experiments for his father, who we thought was dead but really is alive. Then my ex-boyfriend, who I was shacking up with... Uh, saved my baby after almost being impaled by a sundial. Top of that. Honey, let me take you out for a mani-pedi. You <laughs> need it. And while this is all going on, Amy's like playing, you know, with her stuffed animal and her new friend looking, like trying to like, you know, have a contest of who can slap their uh, stuffed animal harder. Uh, Which is exactly what's yes. happening. We see two children cuddling their animals and then it's like, I can cuddle harder. And then one just starts like slap, spanking, spanking it. it. And then the other one starts like spanking harder. And I'm just like, 
did they not tell the kids what to do? <laughs> oh, they one did. Kid they were just keeps, like, like staring into the camera being like, I'm spanking it. Right. I'm spanking it. But then uh, there's Amy's one of them. And all of a sudden you hear, Amy. And Amy goes walking off, you know, to find the noise. And then Jenny's like, Amy, where are you going? So she goes to follow Amy. And this is the, and she finds Amy like in the woods area uh, near where she fucked uh, Jack. And also, by the way, she's living with Jack now. Jack has moved yeah, in. Yeah, that's totally Jack a thing. has moved into the house. So this has been a wild weekend. Yeah, it has been a wild weekend. So that's why she's like not worried about Carter, uh, you know, because she's like, well, I got Jack, so I got protection. Right. So I guess Carter wasn't taken away. He was like, you know, he's just gone. Right. Um, but then uh, Amy tells, uh, asks Jenny where daddy is. And Jenny says, daddy's not here. And then, and then Amy goes, daddy is here. And then Jenny goes, come on, let's go home. She goes down to pick her up, and so it's this shot. It's just it's this it's this kind of like mid shot, like of, from Amy's perspective. Yeah, it's this mid shot of Jenny. She dips down to pick up Amy, and who's behind her? John Lithgow in a as dress Margo. and wig. Yes, as Margot, and then she picks up Amy, and they kiss and they smile at each other. Blackout. So my theory is that Doctor Nix put more person put personalities into Amy. I believe that as and well. And that's why she said daddy's here because she's seeing him. Right. Creating a whole new cycle. No, of like you're more, totally yeah. right. I'm 100% with you. What a great fucking ending. Dude, catch it. This movie fucking rocked. Dude, catch it. And I don't know why it got terrible reviews. Okay, I can see why people at the time were like, this is too weird. I, but, but I guess my argument, and uh, JG and I were talking about this because I kept comparing it to, and I'm sure a lot of people would argue against this, but Jacob's Ladder came out in 1990. Yeah, two this, years before this movie came yeah, out. Yeah, this came out in 92. Jacob's Ladder has a lot of dream wake-up fuckery. Yeah. So I feel like people saw that and then considered that the standard and kind of just moved on. But this movie is so different. This movie is clever. Right. It's got it's, a lot going. And it's it's so it's so much a love letter to Hitchcock. It was, it, you was know? it was low budget, but you can't fucking tell. Yeah. If you watch this movie today, you would not be able to tell that it was low budget. It just looks like it's a product of its time. They you know? did an amazing film. Yeah, it's so, an amazing story. It's creative. It's fun. It's wild. So Brian De Palma, if there's you're listening no to this podcast, in it, no, even though, which is sad. We want to see no penis. There's also no boob in it, and there's a lot of sex going yeah. on. Yeah, but so Brian De Palma, if you listen to this podcast, <laughs> Sorry that uh, that's like <laughs> the two things that I topped on top of like <laughs> it's not Jacob's Ladder and it has no penis and boobs. <laughs> So, Brian De Palma, if you listen to our podcast, uh, we loved your movie, and we also loved uh, Phantom of the Paradise. We just loved both movies so yeah, much. Yeah, uh, uh, Brian De Palma, if if you have, like, a vinyl of the soundtrack of Phantom of Paradise... Send two copies yeah, to us. two, please, Signed, to us. please. Signed. Eh, I don't yeah, really yeah. care. If, if, if Paul Williams could sign him, actually, that'd be Ooh, pretty funny. I'd be down with that. Or, and William Finley. Yeah. You know, that'd be pretty awesome. Anybody else who was in that film, <laughs> yeah. except for you who made it. <laughs> You piece Wait. of shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was that. That was awesome. That was so great. Such a fun movie to watch. Um, I can tell you that if we, since, do you want to watch Planet of the Apes next week, Tim Burton? I, I'm I'm down. I'm d- I'm actually pretty down with it's that. It's gonna be a step down. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Let's fucking I mean, do like it. Like I said, I only saw one and two. It gets two pretty is, wild. Two is the other one that I saw, right? Yes, yes, Where's yes. Where's the new Kamal at the end? But this one is like a reboot, reimagine. It's it's fucking wild. Okay. But Tim Roth is in it. Mark Wahlberg is in it. I Mike, love Tim Roth. Michael Mark Clark Duncan. Mark Wahlberg is okay. Michael Clark Duncan's in it. 
fine. Uh, and it's just is so weird. It, the ending is just you're going to you're going to have a lot of theories. So Great. that's going to be next week's episode. Uh, so I guess, uh, yeah, that'll. Uh, I guess that's going to do it for this week. Yeah, guys, I'm so happy that we're back. Yeah, I'm, I'm so happy I'm, we're I'm back. I'm sorry that I mean, I'm not even fucking sorry. I'm not <laughs> yeah, apologizing fuck you guys. to you. Fuck you, you um, little shit. But shits. no, no, no. In all, in all reality, I am sorry that it's uh, taken a couple weeks for us to get back on track. We've been busy. You know, it's it, you know, life happens. Life gets in the way. But we're here for you, and you're here for us, obviously. Obviously, yeah, because, because guys, the listenership has been going up. Uh, you know, we've been having the three. We just had the three best days we've ever had on this podcast. So in terms please of downloads. tell your friends. Keep doing the keep thing doing that's the going thing. on. Uh, Whatever's just, happening, it really makes us happy, and uh, that you know, you guys are enjoying this as much as we are because we really do love doing this. Yeah, this is so much fun. Uh, and uh, that's why we were uh, so eager to get back to this and do this episode. Uh, and we're and yeah, so it's it, we're we're back. We're back for as as long as we can be back until until they throw us off the air. I don't think anyone can do that to us. Nope, because we make the air. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Obscurities of the Silver Screen, where we make air. <laughs> All right. Well, that's gonna do it for this week's episode, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, keep sharing, keep subscribing, keep liking, keep rating. All that good stuff. And we'll be back next week with Planet of the Apes from 2001. Ah, uh, Planet of Crepes. Yes. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. And hey. Stay obscure! Catch it! Yeah, caught. (laughs) Hey guys, JG again. One quick word before we go. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find us at OOTSS Podcast. Again, that is at OOTSS Podcast. Make sure to send us your movie suggestions. We'd love to hear from you. If there's any weird movie that you love or maybe you've heard of and you want us to watch it, let us know. We may just watch it. Thanks again for listening, and tune in next week for another episode of Obscurities of the Silver Screen.